Hey everybody, it's Brad and Shane with the Intentionally Positive Project podcast. I kind of like project better. I like project. The podcast rolls off the tongue a little better. Well, it's IP squared, so it can maybe be one of the one or the other. Hey, I like IP squared. I do too. That, that sounds really We're just going to start saying it there. If, if podcast makes sense to you, that's what it is. If it's a project to you... Just call it a project. Makes sense to me. So, Brad and Shane from IP Squared. So, uh, so how was your uh, Labor Day weekend, Shane? It was good, man. It was full of absolute insanity. I have um, two kids. <laughs> Sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I have two kids that have birthdays within three days of each other. One wow. is four, one is two. So we All did, uh, three are, are that close in, in proximity to each other? Uh, just two of my, my two oldest. Two, okay. Yeah I, yeah, I have three folks. I'm trying to be positive with, uh, with three children. Hey, we can help Four and under. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we can help with that. No, but it was good. It made the um, <clears throat> absolute best steaks of, that I've ever eaten in my life this weekend. And um, a lot of... A lot of good things happened. Uh, had the birthday party for the kids on Saturday. It was chaos, but very, very fun. A lot of good memories. So Awesome. What about you? How was yours? It was fantastic. Um, for those of you that know me, um, I've gotten into doing driving experiences. And uh, I was at Road Atlanta this weekend um, pushing my car to the limits. And it was an absolute blast. Um, two days of nothing but running around on the track as fast as I could go. How fast did you end up going? Um, so, I mean, you know, it's a it's a road course, uh, so different speeds in different areas. Um, but on the back uh, straightaway, I uh, hit speeds uh, 130, 131. Um, so it was it was awesome. It was it was one of the most uh, uh, best experiences um, that I've had. Uh, I'm looking forward to many more of these experiences. Um, you get out there, and it's just um, it's just you and your car. And of course, I had an instructor. It's a driving experience, um, so you know I, I'm a novice. Um, so you know I'm, I'm in C class, so you can't really um, get out there by yourself until you're more experienced. Um, so me and my instructor, my instructor was was awesome. Um, he. Uh, I rode with him a couple times, and um, just insanity. You want to talk about insanity? Yeah. Um, that was insanity. <laughs> 130 um, miles an hour is insane. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so anyway, great instructor, great time. A uh, super uh, a group of guys and girls that I hung out with uh, this weekend. So just, just had an absolute uh, blast this weekend. I, I just can't wait to do more of these. So yeah, it was pretty good. So Labor Day was awesome. Absolutely. Well, if you don't mind, I'd like to actually talk to you more about that driving stuff. So like, how, like personally, like I don't have the need for speed. It scares me to death, like going that fast. So, like my question okay. to you is, so like when you're when you're on the track and you're and you're doing this kind of stuff, how do you keep in control? You know what I'm saying? Like how are you able to like handle? Um, like the quickness of decisions that's required, like how do you get to the point where it's just like you're you're not making mistakes and you're able to go that fast? That's a very good question. Um, so these guys that put on the event, um, they're all uh, you know kind of they're either uh, uh, racers or ex racers. Um, the instructors have been doing this for a really long time, so 
it's it's not just throwing you out on the track. I mean, they're very safe, um, and um, they they take you through a couple of uh, uh, kind of room courses where mm-hmm. you're sitting down. They're talking to you about apex, track in, track out. So. Um, while uh, like A class and B class are out running, uh, which for us was about 25, 30 minutes, uh, so about an hour class time, multiple times a day, uh, Saturday and Sunday. I think we had one class on Sunday. So you're definitely sitting in a classroom. Um, you're, you're learning what to do, what not to do. Um, but the reality of it is, is that most of us, we, we learn by doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you get out on the track, um, that, that's definitely concerned. So, you know, the first couple of laps, you know, you're kind of just getting into your groove. You know, again, we're a, you know, a novice. You know, we all want to go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not really a competition, you know, even though, you know, we're probably all competitive and we're all trying to compete against each other in the back of our heads. Sure. Um, so it, it's about being safe. Um, but um, but it's, it's also about, you know, maintaining and keeping focus. Um, what I will say is, um, is that on the track, my first time, first day, um, that was one of the biggest things was, was, was trying to maintain focus. I definitely got into a situation, probably session number two, we did four sessions a day at 25 minutes, 30 minutes a, a run. And, um, you know, you get out on the interstate, you know, in your car, you're traveling or whatever, and mm-hmm. you, you just get... I, don't, I wouldn't call it fatigue, but you, you kind of settle in. You get comfortable. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there's not a lot going on. Um, so, you know, you kind of just zone out and you kind of just think about other stuff or whatever. And that, that kind of happened to me um, in my, my second session. And uh, took all fours off the track, went across the gravel, mowed grass, as they say, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, kind of got yelled at a couple times by my instructor. Why didn't you listen to me? I was screaming, break, 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 break. And I'm like, I have no clue. <laughs> and so I don't know. I don't, I don't know how this happened. And so after reanalyzing and discussing it with my instructor, it was just, you know, I'm so accustomed to just getting into a car, going down the interstate and driving and just getting into, you know, driver's fatigue, I guess, or in that zone. Mm-hmm. And after that, it was like, no, it was a wake-up call. So it was yeah. like, you know, you're out here going, you know, very fast. You know, you're with a lot of other cars. You're in traffic. So it's about focus, 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 focus. You can't think about anything else except for what you're trying to do in the moment. Um, and so um, after I figured that out in that second run, second session, um, I progressively got better and better and better and better. It, it helped with memor- memorizing the track. Mm-hmm. You know, knowing when I was coming up to different turns, um, knowing when to apply the brakes, knowing when to apply the accelerator. Um, so it's all about focus. You mm-hmm. really have to be fine-tuned and focused into uh, to what you're doing. Because uh, if you're not, then you'll take it off the track, and no one wants to do that. Well, so how do you? So are, are there like particular like techniques that they? that they teach you to like maintain that kind of intense focus and like what does it feel like um how do you know when you're focused or not i know that's a crazy question but i feel like this can apply to a lot of different areas of our lives like with the car what did you have to do yeah that's a good question i mean i i don't really have a a a good answer for you um i just know you know over time um we uh it just i just got better at it you know and and i think it was to me like i after i took all fours off the track i I realized uh this is real like this is really happening like like you're out here you know for this experience um 
if you want to go get into a zone, uh, go go get on the interstate. That that doesn't cost you anything. Um, it's kind of how I put it in the back of my mind. Out here on the track, I'm paying for this. Um, you know, there's there's safety, there's life's at stake. I've got another guy in my car. I got other people, you know, driving around me. So it became it became real, extremely fast. Um, so I don't think that's something that you can teach. I mean, they definitely mentioned it. They, they talked about in the classroom, you know, focus, fatigue, don't do this, don't do that. It's one thing to sit in a classroom and hear that, but to actually go and experience, it's, it's like a thrill. You know what I'm saying? Sure. It's, it's like getting on a roller coaster ride, knowing what you need to do to not throw up or whatever it may be, or parachuting and knowing what to do, when to pull the chute. You know, um, breathing, um, that was another big thing that was really uh, interesting was um, you definitely will white knuckle um, the steering wheel. Um, And then once you start figuring out, you know, hey, I'm white knuckling the steering wheel, you you start loosening it. So the thing is, is I think you have to go through those motions. You, You have to go through the intensity and realize, oh, this is what I'm doing. This is how your body behaves, I, I can yeah. I can back off of this. Like if I, if, if I, the thing is, is that, and it's what do you focus on, right? Because you can definitely focus on different things. And um, if you're too focused on one thing, then you're not focused on everything, right? So that was probably the biggest thing that I learned that they kept telling us over and over and over again, don't focus on the car in front of you. Don't focus on the brake lights in front of you. Don't focus on, you know, five feet in front of you. You know, focus way out ahead of you. Because the thing is, is that the speeds that you're going, you've already in your subconscious mind seen what you're Mm -hmm. currently involved in. So you need to be looking out ahead of you so you can be predictable, right? So you you know what's happening in front of you. Um, so it was all about, you know, um, you know around the, the, the track, I'm not sure how many uh, out there are familiar with kind of how these courses work or whatever, but you have flagger stations, right? So mm-hmm. in different stations, basically they're throwing like a yellow flag, uh, blue flag, black flag, red, and those those flags mean something. And so you have to be paying attention because if somebody's wiped out or crashed or whatever, you need to know what flag that flagger's you know throwing to sure. slow down yeah. or whatever because there may be you know some issue up ahead. Um, that was difficult um, because you know you're look you're you're so used to looking right in the front of your car um, and just driving, um, but uh, but. But, you know, a handful of sessions, that's what I was doing, looking right in front of me. Um, but then, you know, by Sunday, I had figured out how to see everything and, and not have tunnel vision. Um, you know, I would, I, I would say I still have a lot to learn. Um, but, you know, uh, you know, second session, third session on Sunday, I could tell when I was getting in tunnel vision. And then I start to tell myself, back out of tunnel vision, look in front of you, breathe. I started to notice these things. Like I wasn't breathing. I was white knuckling the steering wheel. I wasn't looking way out in front of me. So just going through the motions and just doing this and getting into a rhythm, you know, you start to know these things, you're doing these things to yourself. So you're able to back out and say, don't do that, breathe and all those sorts of things. Um, sure. So, uh, so yeah, it's a, it's, it's about, uh, I, I guess not focusing on one thing, but having the capability to focus on many things all at the same time. The same time. And the only way that I was able to learn how to do that was to number one, get out there and focus on the individual things, learn those individual yep. things, and then be able to, as it was explained to us in, in the classroom was 
the track is a big puzzle and there's pieces everywhere yep. and we're putting the puzzle together and at the end of the weekend we're going to have pretty much the puzzle pieces all placed together and we'll have it figured out and when they were telling that to us in the classroom um didn't really understand it didn't get it made sense from like a sayings perspective or whatever but it was so true that those pieces came together by the end of the weekend and um uh, I was sliding around curves, uh, trail breaking, drifting, whatever, having an absolute blast, just mm -hmm. pushing my vehicle to the absolute limits. I mean, I'm sure it can be pushed much further than I pushed it, but uh, me as a novice, it was, it was where I felt comfortable, mm -hmm. um, and I was pushing it very hard um, at speeds of 130 miles an hour, and then braking right when you get into a, a 90 degree turn, uh, is pretty insane and then right back on the accelerator um, so so it seems uh, like you're very much like in the moment it was very well. much in the well it was very much in the moment but at the same time it, it's you, you're also learning what they call the line right so you uh, when you go they, they, they have track when they explain it to you it's track in apex track out and basically when you have curves and corners and stuff um, you know again this is not an oval this is not a NASCAR track these are road courses so you're trying to create straight lines right yeah and so um, you want to be able to go through these corners and curves as straight as possible and then um, you you want to be able to follow the line so you you don't want to get in a bunch of gravel or a bunch of uh, rubber or whatever like you want to get in the clean spot of the track mm -hmm. um, so you know you're trying to go around the track and and find your line which if you're good is going to be the line that all the other uh, kind of you know more savvy more experts are taking around the track because mm -hmm. it's the line that makes sense um, and so anyway you're learning the line over the weekend so the more and more you learn that line, that's why they tell you don't follow the car in front of you because they may not know the line um, so you you don't pay you're not you're paying attention to traffic because you don't want to crash into them of course but you know you're, you're not you know just getting in a line of traffic and just following the car in front of you like monkey sure. see monkey do and um, you know a lot of times um, I was not following the car in front of me um, I was I, I would say I, I had a pretty decent line running around the track um, but um, but yeah, yeah, you're learning all these things and piecing all these things together over time. Mm -hmm. um, so um, each time you get back out on the track, you're memorizing and your memory's coming back to you. And you're like, okay, I know that that's for natural now. Mm -hmm. So now I can go learn something different about the track. And, you know, you know it, it'll progressively get better at it as I continue to attend these. I plan on, you know, these aren't cheap. So I probably can't attend as many as I want to in a year. Um, mm -hmm. But definitely we'll try to attend like three or four. I will definitely be back at Road Atlanta yeah. in March uh, of 2018. Um, and so anyway, you know, just getting back on the track, you know, each time you're learning new and new and new things. You know, things are becoming more and more natural. One of the things that's fascinating that I hear, and again, so for those of you listening, I like I was saying before, I'm not really big into like cars and, and racing, but one of the things that's fascinating to me is like, um, all the parallels that exist between like, you know, like with you going to the track and all the things that you're talking about and staying focused and making sure you're keeping your, your vision essentially focused on what's in front of you, way in front of you to prepare for these, these turns that are coming up. You're aware of your present situation. You're aware of the cars in front of you. Um, but that's not your main focus. You're, 
adapting to those, maybe reacting as you need to, but your your goal, like your focus, is that line and trying to. Um, you're just you're not thinking about like the little like petty things right in front of you. Um, you're you have like an end goal. So like I see a ton of parallels between um, racing and being effective with that and um, being effective in life and, and moving towards like the goals that we set for ourselves. Um, so it's it's pretty fascinating. And I think one of the uh, a, a huge aspect for attaining you know the visions we have for our lives is maintaining focus. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's absolutely fasc- fascinating to me. Yeah, that that's really interesting that that you bring that up. I we talk about this a lot. Um, I didn't really think about it that way, but now that you bring it up, um, that that's interesting. I, I could parallel that all day long. Um, we were going to talk about imagination today, yeah. but I think we'll we'll keep talking on this topic yeah. and uh we'll talk about imagination tomorrow <laughs> yeah. um but Sometimes yeah I, you just gotta flow with it guys yeah hey that works um so yeah i can definitely see parallels there um i guess the way that i would look at it you know now that i can kind of see what you're talking about um in relation to the track and stuff like that is that if you really think about uh, how a year goes by sure a year goes by the way a year goes by things are going to happen mm-hmm. you know there's there's what is it? There's uh, there's spring, there's summer, there's fall, and there's winter, mm-hmm. and those things happen every single year. It's a predictable cycle. It's a predictable cycle. So you know the cycle goes around and around and around. Now things change in this cycle, mm-hmm. but for the most part, the cycle is the same. So as we grow and as we learn, we're learning things about that cycle, and so if we can just you know run through that cycle, you know naturally. Um, and then, you know, be able to look out and predict and set goals and have visions and say, hey, hey, you know, maybe this is the challenge that's in front of me today, sure. which parallel would be, hey, this is this vehicle or this car that I'm trying to get past that's in front of me today. Uh-huh. You know, I, I don't even have to think about this turn or think about, you know, what's coming up next because I've been here you know, a hundred times before. Yep. So it's about, you know, say, hey, set a short term goal. And how do I how do I adapt and how do I get past yeah. this? And then, you know, on the track, you know, you're being more strategic, you know, more, you know, kind of um, you know, more more technical in the curves yeah. or when breaking and this and that and the other. Um, and then all of a sudden you get in a straightaway and you get like a, a point by and then you you pass the car and now you're way ahead. Um, lapping the track um, so I can definitely see that in life where you're kind of doing yeah. the same thing so you're setting short-term goals and then you're sort of setting long-term goals because yeah. the long-term goal on the track is ultimately win right sure. you want to be out front and you want to uh, you want to have the best lap when you finish um, so well I noticed a lot of your other parallels of the the things that you said as well um, you know life is a complex thing and there's a lot of factors that kind of mix together to um, reach ultimately where we're wanting to reach um, like you were saying before you even get on the track right you're in a classroom and your instructors like people who have gone before you and are much more experienced i.e mentors like that could be like the parallel right like in in your life um, they're telling you all the things that you're going to experience already on the road like you got to make sure to breathe you got to make sure to focus like farther down the track before you get there don't focus on the car don't focus on the brake lights in front of you like you need to be but like when you get out there on the track, right? When you get out there in life, you can listen to all these, you know, you can remember all the things that you listen to in like these videos or like, you know, these, um, uh, you know, these mindset exercises 
a lot of like the people that we talked about, like Tony Robbins or Earl Nightingale or you know Napoleon Hill. But it's like when you get out there, it's a different story. So I think it's important to um, remember that hey, you don't have to understand and completely digest and apply everything all at the exact same time. Um, I think it's important to keep those things in your mind. Go out there and live your life. Try to apply the principles, but be aware of like how is how is my quote unquote body reacting. To this situation, you know, when I'm coming up to this kind of a curve in my life, or like there's a straightaway here, how am I behaving? Like, am I am I breathing shallow? Am I super tense? Am I just focusing on the car in front of me? Like, what uh, what are the things that are preventing me from, you know, attaining my goals or um, you know having a better a a, a better run uh, in this particular lap? Like, it, what are the things that I can do to you know? chip away at my time and I think some of those things include like you know if we develop healthy habits daily especially like in the morning or the evenings and just making sure like you know we take three minutes a day four minutes a day and remember how to breathe correctly you know what I'm saying just remember how to be focused our minds are going crazy all the time we're always focusing on the little distractions all in front of us. I'm thinking about this. I got to get this done. My kid needs this over here. I got to make dinner. What am I going to do about my job You know, tomorrow? I can't solve this problem. Like, there's things going crazy. But I think it's important for, you know, to just take a step back and, and work on like, okay, these are like the really intense parts of the courses here. How do I just calm down? And I think one of the ways to do that is, is by finding ways to just breathe. Um, it applies, you know, to the car as well and, and figure out how to get centered and how to not be so distracted by the little things in front of us. What are the techniques that we need to develop to uh, see farther down the course? Um, notice where we're at currently, right? Like we got to notice the the brake lights. We got to notice the the cars in front of us. We need to be there in the moment, but we also there there needs to be a balance too. But like knowing where we're going. Um, so I, that's one of the reasons I I was want to want you to keep talking about the the track, man, because it's it's a fascinating. I think there's a lot of fascinating parallels. Yeah, and I think a lot of this will segue nicely into our next episode, um, which will be about imagination. And that's, you know, this vision and being able to, you know, how to look out and, you know, how you um, are techniques that you and I use to be able to to look out, you know, um, and kind of see a vision and set a goal. Um, But, but yeah, one thing I will say, I mean, those are all great points. but one thing that I will add to that is, um, you know, a lot of this stuff, you, you, especially with the internet in this day and age, um, we're we're taking in a lot of information. Absolutely. So yeah. it's very difficult to understand or realize, like what what is the good, what is the bad, like what, what you know, I'm you know, you're reading all day long, you're reading all night long. So it's like, well, what which one do I, I act on? You know, sometimes you got to take a couple steps back, and I kind of felt that way a little bit. Um, you know, when I was getting out on the track, especially uh, in the classes, you know, they were throwing these turns at you. They hadn't even gone over the flags yet, but then I jump in the car, and the inspector X about to fly. You know, I'm super nervous. I'm anxious. You know, I want to get out there. I want to do this, but I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, what if I wreck my car? What if I spin off the track? Sure. They're all all these different things, you know. Um, and so anyway, it, it, it's really overwhelming. It's kind of like information overload, you know, kind of the same yeah. thing, trying to draw a parallel there. And, and once I kind of figured out, no, you have to take these things one step at a time. Sure. 
And then once you start taking these things one step at a time, um, you know, you've got this person that's, you know, telling you what to do, what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong. And then when you're getting off of the track, you know, you're, you're analyzing and you're re reassessing it and you're talking about it with your instructor. Um, and even that took a couple of sessions before we kind of got good at talking to each other. Um, mm -hmm. I can, you know, think about you know, how that works and and just you know daily life with a mentor you know sure. so you know it, i think it's about picking those individual things out of the sea of information that you know we're looking at on a daily basis what are the things that i want to focus on now what are the things that's yeah. going to help me today and then get good at those things and then i think you know you you'll you'll realize that you'll get good at those pretty quickly um, and then not only that, you know, um, if you don't have a mentor or mentors, um, you should seek out some mentors yeah. um, um, to run these things by. Um, and uh, as you're going through and doing these things, um, don't try to do them alone. You yeah. know, try to have conversations with your friends, your trusted friends, uh, your mentors, your spouses, uh, whoever that person may be. You know, but, but, but explain to them what you're doing and what issues that you're having are maybe what you thought you did right. Um, and they can help you adjust um, and say, well, you know, maybe if you do it this way or, or next time try it this way. And then you'll be surprised how quickly you come up to speed sure. um, on that one thing that you're trying to focus on. And then you can move on to the next thing. I think in this day and age, we, we try to take on too much. We burn out too fast. And um, we, we lose focus really quickly because we're fatigued. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, that, that's one thing that, that I think the question that you asked early, how do you do that? How, how, how does it happen? And I think going back to focus was I had to learn how to focus. And I definitely started out by Absolutely. saying, hey, you know, I'm, I'm just going to go out there and I'm going to be super awesome. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you get out on the track and it's just like, dude, I'm a freaking amateur. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like awesomeness will come in time. And then I had to start kind of teaching myself how to break things down into small chunks. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that comes naturally for some people. Well, I think there's a lot of wisdom in that. I think it's, it's difficult to just admit to yourself. It's like, man... I'm an amateur at this right now. And, and, and that's okay. You don't have, like, sure. and I don't know where we get it from. I'm definitely, uh, that's one of my weaknesses, I feel like, is when I start something new, I expect to be the best at it from the get-go. And it's just like, that's, that's caused, hey guys, that's caused a lot of problems for me. So if, you, <laughs> if you're not sure if you want to approach that way, just don't. <laughs> Let me just stop you right there. Yeah, but I, I think there's a lot of wisdom in what you said and just learning to accept that, Hey, I'm a beginner at this. In a lot of ways, I don't know what I'm doing. So let me just start one step at a time and focus on the fundamentals. So, um, I mean, that's one of the things I'll, I'll definitely take from, from this conversation. That's good. Um, yeah, so like, let's talk, like, we're almost at the 30 minute mark here. Um, let's just kind of recap what we talked about, maybe some practical takeaways of things that we can apply uh, to our lives. Um, you know, and, and really get something out of this. So for me, one of the things I've I've taken, based on what you said, is uh, you know cultivating the skill of being able to focus. And for me, um, yeah, I think that's a big one. Yeah, I'm. What I'm going to start trying more is is even I, I'm going to take like two minutes or three minutes in the morning deliberately, and I'm personally just going to try to focus on breathing. One of the most fundamental 
things I can do, where my thoughts and everything is just centered on the breath coming in, breath coming out. I, I think that will, um, that's one of the things I'm going to try to start doing. Yeah, and I think uh, another thing is um, your focus is, uh, like, figure out your, your, your techniques around focus. Like, digest it into small things that you can focus on sure and then let the puzzle pieces come together and then you'll be able to see the 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 puzzle then you'll be able to focus on the the puzzle in its entirety because you've worked on these individual pieces you figured out where they all go and then you have this picture that you can yeah. step back and look at. So I think it's about you know not trying to overwhelm yourself. Yep. It's saying, hey, this is the big thing that I want to focus on, but how do I you know dissect that down into little bitty pieces, tackle those little bitty pieces by focusing on them, um, and then eventually being able to zoom out and see that you focused on all these things individually, you've learned how to do each one of these things individually, and now you can zoom out and you can focus on the whole picture. Um, so being able to you know, digest in small pieces um, uh, your, your, your focus, uh, coming up with different focus techniques, and it's, it's like eating. Sure. You know, we, we put food in our mouth and we don't just swallow it whole. You know, we, we break it down, we chew mm -hmm. it, we break it down into small digestible pieces. So kind of the same thing. Um, being able to digest and step back from the bigger picture and break everything up into smaller digest digestible pieces to focus on and then step back and look at the big picture. One of the things I'll also um, take away just kind of along the same lines way that kind of makes sense for me to look at it is, you know, it's like if you're going to, if you're trying to, you know, grow a plant, right? Let's say you got like a, you know, some vegetables in, in your garden you want to grow or like some basil or something like that. You could buy a basil plant, right? But we're talking like, let's start at the seed level, right? What you do when you go buy some seeds, so like some like crops or whatever you want to grow, what do you do? You plant them and you don't like freak out because like, hey, where's my plant? Where's my plant? I mean, why isn't it here yet? I want the corn. I'm really craving corn. Why can't it? You know, you don't freak out and do that. No, what everyone does because we're rational people is we plant the seed in the ground and then we water it and then we forget about it essentially. Maybe each day we have a routine where it's just like, it's not like we're spending five hours like watching the soil and, and watering it every couple seconds in this particular way. No, it's just like, we nurture it a little bit each day and then over time and before we even realize it, bam, there's a plant there. And before well, we even know it after that, there's you well, know, there's fruit on it. Well, it's something we probably should have touched on and maybe this is a topic for uh, next episode or whatever, um, but patience. Absolutely. That's a big one. Um, so, and, and all of this focus talk that we uh, talked about, I think because of the speed and track, we kind of uh, you know forgot about the patience part. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but uh, hey, we're learning as we go here, um, just like everyone else. So yeah, um, yeah, patience. I think patience is definitely a topic we should touch on in the future. Yeah, but um, it's just yeah, taking like you're saying, little chunks at a time and letting it evolve exactly. how it's going to. So cool. Well, we're at the thirty minute mark, so uh, I hope everyone enjoyed this. Uh, getting some good feedback. Um, so. Uh, any comments or any feedback or any topics or things you guys want to know about us or um, anything, you know, please uh, put in the comments. Um, we've got a new site that's out there that we launched, um, in intentionallypositiveproject.com. Go check us out there. 
Um, there's links off to our audio podcasts and our YouTube podcasts. We eventually want to start doing vlogs so you can actually see us. Uh, we'll start doing interviews um, so you can kind of see visualizations of things that we're talking about um, and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, go check us out on the web. Um, we've also published uh, audio version out on YouTube. That'll take about, I mean, not, not YouTube, I'm sorry, iTunes. iTunes, yeah. So we're waiting to get verified there, so maybe five to ten days. Um, but uh, but we have the feed set up at our website, um, so you can definitely set it up in you know, Overcast or Android or iOS or whatever, whatever your favorite podcasting program is. Um, you can definitely set up and we'll push our podcast to you instead of you having enough to go out and Absolutely. find us on YouTube. So, so. subscribe. Uh, let us know what uh, what you like and what can be improved, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Thanks so much for listening. All right. Talk to you next time.